I got a question, guys. <laughs> all the right numbers in all the wrong orders. Great for you. <laughs> Welcome to Things I Got Wrong, your general trivia podcast with a healthy dose of internet and media things. I'm Ryan Bott. I'm Rachel Miller. I'm Stuart Hopkins. It's good. It's good. Stu it's, and I have a chance. It, it is very good. Stu is locked in. Stu, would you like to pre- to describe your your pregame? Oh, okay. Well, all right. I have to preface this episode. So I am running on what is about seven and a half hours of sleep for the last two nights um, due to some freelance project releases and also my daughter just waking up like four times at night. Uh, but nevertheless, I'm here and ready. And so my regimen consists of uh, a hearty dinner. Uh, with iced coffee to drink, a large iced coffee from Dunkin' Donuts, uh, and then put the kids to bed. That's it. Sure. Hash- Brought to you by uh, Meal Fresh or whatever. Can we at Dunkin' Donuts? That'd be perfect. Yeah, so put the kids to bed, and then I spend the next uh, X amount of time, whether it be an hour, hour and a half, or 45 minutes if I can, uh, playing either Tetris 99, doing Sudoku on my phone, or doing crosswords to try and get my brain active and fully ready. It is. It's the only way I've found, because, I mean, for the first, like, 10 episodes, like, I would just kind of go into it, and then I realized, like, I'm really slow at 10 o'clock at night. You gotta be warmed up. Usain Bolt has to stretch those hammies before he hits the track. That's exactly it. So I'm (laughs) prepped and ready. (laughs) Brain abs. That's a weird mental image. Yeah, that's not all right. (laughs) I like it. You're locked in and ready to go. Let's do this. We will do that in the very 21st episode ever. Uh, We have four rounds like always. All right. This game will be four rounds, just like always. Uh, each round is a different theme and style, which we'll explain as we get there with a couple new rounds this game. Uh, and these three will vie, will earn points and vie for all of the fan, fandom, fan, fandom. We'll try to equal out this, the highs and lows of this team. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So if you're ready, we'll start as always with general trivia. General trivia, each question is worth two points. Uh, Each player will buzz in if they know the answer. Question number one. Despite all his acclaim, which musician is technically a one-hit wonder, with his only song ever to break the top 40 charts being All Along the Watchtower? Rachel? Rachel. Jimi Hendrix? Yes. Jimi Hendrix. That was a wild guess guess out of left field. I want the world to know. You mean Purple Haze. He didn't write Deep Purple. I'm surprised. <laughs> Jimi Hendrix all along the Watchtower. Uh, two points to Rachel there. Question number two. What is the domain name of the actual legit government-run site to get a free annual credit report amongst the slew of similar-sounding spam sites? Yeah, also, we'll take, we'll take this moment to our sponsor break. Uh, get an annual credit report every once in a while. Maybe annually. That's a government site, and it's a .com? It's the one I mean, that is too on the nose, yeah. That's just like having to register an LLC through the DMV site of CyberDriveIllinois.gov. <laughs> <laughs> that's absurd. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it sounds so sketchy. You can actually get to annualcreditreport.com from 
ftc.gov. So it gives you a little help okay. there. But the fact that it's not a, a .gov is amazing. Amongst the slew of like commercials back in the day that were free credit report, free credit check, whatever, .com. Uh, yeah, annualcreditreport.com. So use it. Uh, don't get hacked by the other <laughs> ones. All right. Question number three. What franchise started when the founder accidentally purchased the large rat costume instead of the coyote costume he was searching for? Uh, instead of the coyote costume for what was supposed to be a place called Coyote Pizza. That would be Chuck E. Cheese is founded by inventor of the Atari, Nolan Bushnell. I did not know that. You should see if you can get some quarters or something. Some free, uh, <laughs> some free stuff to a Chuck E. Cheese. According to the internet, I, I I can verify I was there last Wednesday for my son's birthday, <laughs> and uh, it it was fine. The pizza was perfectly symmetrical. <laughs> How do you recycle pizza? Oh, you just keep it old. I don't. We don't want to talk anything about anything in a in food service can be frozen and reused. That's all you uh, need to know about most ninety nine percent of restaurants. Also, if you go into a pizza restaurant and there's a large rat, uh, it may or may not be Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> All right. How did a pizza place with a giant mouse as his mascot work? <laughs> Kids. It's all dubstep now. <laughs> Those damn millennials. <laughs> They're it's... all... The mouse now just comes out and takes selfies. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 different. It's not really that different. They got rid of the play place because uh, too many kids were using them as a bathroom. <laughs> oh God! Do they still have the Ninja Turtle game? The no, they got one? rid of that one. Um, they got rid What's of a lot the of them. Point? Also, everything is done with a scannable card now. What? And if, you, and if you want coins, you have to go up to a like you scan your card on a coin dispenser, and then it gives you five tokens at a time. Uh, and then you bring those back to the game that you want to use the tokens on. That's no fun. I know, right? Millennials killing the quarter industry. <laughs> Big quarter. Question number four. Cavendish is a scientific name. I want to hear the rest of this question because I'm curious. <laughs> I was going to ask what color a banana is. <laughs> <laughs> Rachel. <Yes. laughs> Cavendish is the scientific name for what fruit that was replaced by the Big Mike version that was actually completely wiped out by the Panama epidemic. Question number five. What are the names of the three superpower children created by Professor Utonium? Still. <laughs> Blossom, Bubbles, and Buttercup. Yes. Did you also just watch a documentary about this last week? No, I just love Powerpuff Girls. <laughs> are you kidding me? The originals. It's good stuff. Yeah, Blossom, Bubbles, and Buttercup, the three superpower children created by Professor Utonium. Fighting against the Mojo Jojo. All right, two points to stew there. Question number six, the last question of the round. What is the name of the monstrosity from The Goonies? I've never seen The Goonies. (sighs) <laughs> Does it on look an like audio an only blog? podcast <laughs> i mean the monster stew stew sloth yes okay sloth. i've never seen it but i wasn't sure if that was yeah considered the monstrosity or not uh originally lotney fratelli he's known as the sloth nice job 
Thank you. That is the end of the round. Nice job. All right. Round n- number two. The new round is called Tagline Takedown. I will give you the tagline of a popular movie. You have to give me the movie's name. Uh, as further clues, I can also give you the year of release and the lead character if you need extra clues. Uh, and as a template, if I told you one dream, four Jamaicans, 20 below zero, this would be cool runnings. It would be, yeah, <laughs> night, released in 1993. The lead actor was John Candy. So cool runnings. Question number one. The true story of a real fake. Rachel. The true Rachel. Catch me if you can. Yes. Let's catch me if you can. The true story. By the story. way, I've never seen the movie. I just know the musical. There's a musical and it's great and has my favorite actor. No, it's <laughs> uh, Aaron Tveit. Uh A really good movie. You should watch it. <laughs> uh, 2002 starring Leo DiCaprio. Question number two. His story will touch you, even though he can't. Rachel. Rachel? Rachel. Is this Nightmare on Elm Street? Not Nightmare on Elm Street. His story will touch you, even though he can't. Rachel. Uh, hold on. Does Stu have a guess? I'm not going to have any of this. All right. Do you want me to give the year? Yeah. All right. 1990. Rachel. Rachel. Casper. Not Casper. Oh, that was a good guess. That's a good guess. Lead actor, Johnny Depp. So Edward Scissorhands. His story will touch you even though he can't. Question number three. The longer you wait, the harder it gets. The longer you wait, the harder it gets. The year is 2005. No guesses at all. Can you give us a theme of the movie? He can do lead actor or actress. The longer you wait, the harder it gets. 2005, the lead actor is Steve Carell. Rachel. Rachel. 40-year-old virgin. Yes. Oh, man. The 40-year-old virgin. The longer you wait, the harder it gets. I'll give you one point to Rachel there. Question number four. This does for rock and roll what the sound of music did for Hills. This is Spinal Tap. (laughs) Does for rock and roll what the sound of music did for Hills. This is 1984 starring Rob Reiner. Question number five. On May 6th, see Paris die. On May 6th, see Paris die. This was released in 2005. And lead actor, Chad Michael Murray. On May 6th, see Paris die. Who is Chad Michael Murray? (laughs) This one's a little tongue-in-cheek, but on May 6th, uh, you may have seen see Paris Hilton die. Because this is House of Wax, the horror movie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, no points there. Uh, question number six, last question of the round. 
One man's struggle to take it easy. Rachel? <laughs> Rachel. Gran Torino? Not Gran Torino. One man's struggle to take it easy. Stu. Stu. Ferris Bueller's Day Off? Yes. Oh. Sweet. <laughs> Ferris Bueller's Day Off in 1986, starring Matthew Broderick. Nice job. Thanks. I can't believe I got that. <laughs> All right. Round number three. This is a special round. Uh, this is one I'm calling uh, Trivia to the Death. It's probably not Ooh. what you think. A few weeks ago, I stumbled off uh, onto a uh, amazing Reddit post from the Ask Reddit uh, called "You're forced to play a game of trivia to the death." What's the obscure category oh, you gosh, can count on post. to save your life? I read this post. Uh, I don't recall anything <laughs> from it. So I, I scoured through the replies and picked a few categories to craft questions around. Uh, these these are gettable questions. I did not completely go off the rails here but i found a few categories i really liked and found some questions to sculpt around them uh two points for every answer just buzz in when you know it question number one time force ninja storm and dino thunder are all series are all season series of what television show I think the very top comment here was literally, uh, I've been hosting a Power Ranger podcast for six years. I think I have this oh my down. God. <laughs> um, Ryan, for one Halloween, dressed up the, as the white Power Ranger. He was adorable. The world needs to know this. I don't have them. <laughs> You'd find them. <laughs> but my dad will be happy to show anyone who winds up in Tulsa with us. So Yes, yes. <laughs> We're going to Tulsa. <laughs> Uh, question number two. I'm going to read a quote of dialogue and you have to tell me what 1985 movie this is from. Okay. The game's up, Scarlet. There are no more bullets left in that gun. Oh, come on. You think I was going to fall for that old trick? It's not a trick. There was one shot at Mr. Body in the study, two for the chandelier. Oh, man. I'm, I'm going to see myself out. So <laughs> It's a pretty good movie. <laughs> Yes, uh, there is one shot at Mr. Body in the study, two for the chandelier, two at the lounge door, and one for the singing telegram. That would be the amazing, I do agree, it is an amazing movie, Clue. Question number three. Figrin Dan and the modal nodes are the jazzy bar band iconically shown in what movie series location? What's the name of the band again? Figrin Dan and the modal nodes. Rachel. Rachel. Is this the Cantina Band? Yes. Oh, I was... This is the iconic Star Wars Cantina Band. Yeah. So we should go to the Harry Potter wet one, which will be quieter. Huh? Right. Deal. Yeah. <laughs> Little... To see a, <laughs> to see a single picture. <laughs> yes, Figrin Dan, which apparently there's actually stories in the the uh, literary canon that says they used to be like the house band for Jabba, and then a bunch of stuff went down, and they're like hiding out or something to that effect. Um, so, yeah. That's cool. Figrin Dan and the Modal Nodes. There is, there is a book called... 
some oh, I forget the name of it. Something of the cantina or it's something basically about like stories from the cantina, like overheard bar stories from the cantina or something to that effect. Um, That's cool. I've never read it, but I would like to. Uh, two points to Rachel there. Question number four. What is the name of the fictional European city in the Marvel comic universe? Yes, uh, that is the namesake accord to the Superhero Registration Act in Civil War. That would be Sokovia. All right. Question number five. Sergeant Tibbs, Roger Radcliffe. Stu. <laughs> um, 101 Dalmatians. Yes. <laughs> Sergeant Good. Tibbs, best animated cat of all time. <laughs> Jesus. I got, I got the year of Star Wars before Stu even started the That's question true. last game, too. That's true. That was the record. <laughs> Can we get an almanac or an encyclopedia of maybe like a wiki of records? Do you think our super fan could handle that? <laughs> so this came from a thread about Disney side characters. So yes, Sergeant Tibbs, Roger Radcliffe, Jasper, and Horace are all side characters among the many lead title characters of what iconic Disney movie? Yeah, yeah. Dude, 101 Dalmatians was the VHS that I burned out as a kid because I played yeah. it too many times. Plus, also, I wanted to name my cat Sergeant Tibbs. It was that or <laughs> Kingsley from Harry Potter, and we went with Kingsley. Nice. All right, question number six. Last question of the round. It's a fairly simple one, but... What animal is most affectionately known as the unicorn of the sea? Rachel! Ooh, I think Rachel was there. It's a narwhal! It's a narwhal. <laughs> I got a question, guys! <laughs> Woo! Nice. I watch Planet Earth on repeat. I yes. will not miss this question. Ah, <laughs> uh, so do I. I watch Planet Earth while reading Reddit. <laughs> <laughs> so a narwhal should be right up there. Nice job. That's end of the third round. Going into the fourth round. Uh, this is the iconic lightning round. Sweet. <laughs> the sound effects get worse and worse every time. <laughs> all right uh everybody has paper and pencil ready so yeah. these are questions with large numbers that you can guesstimate you could probably figure them out or get close to them if you had a minute or two to think about them i'll give you about five seconds to jot down a number uh whoever is closest to gets two points uh there's no going over this isn't prices right rules just if you're closest over or under if everybody's ready question number one how many floors does the willis tower in chicago have or the sears tower Stu, 112 rachel 109 all right you guys are all very very close one off of the answer is rachel it is Whoa. 110 floors. That's what I originally was thinking about doing, and then I was like, no, nah, that's not right. Let's go down <laughs> by one. <laughs> <laughs> all the right numbers in all the wrong orders. Job. <laughs> Two points to Rachel there. All right, get ready. Sports ball question. Oh. Last year, NFL quarterback Drew Brees became the number one all-time passing yard leader with how many yards throwing on average 3,918 yards per season? 
five, four, three, Wait, two. What? I, j- I don't even understand how the many, questions. How many yards all time has Drew Brees thrown for as of this past okay. season? On average, throwing 3,918 3, yards a season. I need the all-time okay. number throughout his career, uh, which is also the number one all-time quarterback passing yards. Uh, Rachel. 75,000. Stu. You can't. I had 75,000. Uh, 76,000. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, all-time record is thrown for 71,041 <laughs> yards. So, unfortunately, uh, Stu talked himself out of it. I can't help but cackle at that, Stu. <laughs> I know. It's fine. Whatever. You steal my choices. <laughs> that is uh, over 19 seasons. So, two points to Rachel there. Question number three. How many ounces are in one metric ton? How many ounces are in one metric ton? Of... Four thousand seven hundred eighteen. All right, Rachel. Say three hundred and twenty thousand. Three hundred and twenty thousand. Yeah. All right. Actually, got the U.S. ton right on the button. It's thirty-two thousand. A metric ton is thirty-five thousand two hundred and seventy-four ounces. You know, I never said I went to law school to do math. In fact, I said I went to law school so I wouldn't have to do math and got more math than I wanted. This is true. Question number four. What year was To Kill a Mockingbird published by Harper Lee? Stu. 1924. Rachel. 1955. It had a sequel come out recently. It what? did <laughs> with the first to kill, a Mo- to kill a Mockingbird coming out in 1960. Wow. So the author's still alive. No way. Yeah. <laughs> I said that in the question. <laughs> Two points to Rachel there. Question number five. In miles, what is the shortest driving distance, according to Google Maps, from Boston, Massachusetts to St. Louis, Missouri? What is yeah. In miles, what is the shortest driving distance, according to Google Maps, from Boston, Massachusetts to St. Louis, Missouri? Shortest driving distance. Uh, Rachel. 960 miles. Okay. Stu? 500 miles. Uh, could you walk 500 miles? I can. Could you walk and 500, walk 500 more? more. <laughs> <laughs> Just... The answer is 1,193 miles from Boston to wow. St. Louis. Question number six, the final question of the game. How many full-length films did Alfred Hitchcock direct? How many full-length films did Alfred Hitchcock direct? Uh, Stu. 34. Rachel. 14. All right. The correct answer is 58. Ooh. Wow. Oh, yeah. A lot higher. Uh, Plus a lot of little short films and stuff. I think his IMDb credits are somewhere in the 60s or 70s, but 58 full-length films. So So that's the end of the game. 
this year, like we have been doing, we're trying something different and giving out picks at the end of each episode or at the end of the show. Each episode, a couple of us will give out a movie game experience or something cool that we would recommend other people check out. Uh, I have a pick. I have a podcast uh, going off of the heels of Rachel's Not Another D&D podcast. Uh, I have a D&D podcast that is fairly new and I like a whole lot. It is called The Dungeon Run. Uh, it is a live D&D podcast. Uh, tapes every Wednesday at, I believe, 9 Eastern, 6 Pacific. And... Uh, is hosted by a podcast host called named Jeff Kanata that I've he's done things back in the day like the Totally Rad Show and has done some cool podcasts in the video game and movies kind of space. Uh, he is DMing and it is my personal favorite kind of Dungeons Dragons D and D story that I've heard um, from the different podcasts. Uh, really energetic. I think the characters are really well acted. Uh, which makes sense because they're all actually kind of L.A. actors to some degree, not necessarily ones you would recognize, but some that have had uh, kind of single appearances or small roles and other stuff. So they they play their characters quite well. Uh, and it is a live interaction where if you're listening live, you can actually, um, I believe, buy, which is I think how they're supporting their channel is by you can buy inspiration for a character or you can buy like chaos for a character. So you can give the DM advantage, or you can give a character advantage if you really like part of their story. So, you know, somebody has a really emotional moment or a good role-playing scenario, then they could be awarded inspiration on a role from a viewer in the audience. And the viewers um, at home are also, you know, kind of, I believe you're going to start slowly integrating into the story and choosing little things that affect the story in the campaign, which is really, really cool. Um, so it's called the dungeon run. It streams on caffeine.tv, but it's also available in podcast form and, uh, on YouTube, which is where I've been watching it. I would probably recommend if you can watch the video cause the, the video is uh, quite well done and there are, uh, the set pieces that they have are actually really elaborate. So they're going into like load stars, like these huge castle pillars. And there's actually like to scale castle pillars, they're building, uh, and are on the table as they're going through it, their D&D campaign. So uh, that's definitely one I would recommend. It's called The Dungeon Run, and it's on caffeine.tv mainly, but also uh, YouTube and I believe most other podcast platforms. I'm also going to second this. Ryan told me about this a couple of days ago, uh, and it is fantastic. He's not kidding when he says that it's extraordinarily well done. Uh, and yes, definitely watch the video itself if you have the ability to do so, because it makes it that much better. Yeah, totally. Uh, yeah, th that's it. Uh, and if uh, you have a pick of your own that you think listeners would enjoy, or you have a trivia topic idea or anything else, you can email them in to us at things I got wrong at gmail.com. Uh, you can check out our Instagram at things I got wrong. Uh, we're posting there regularly. Uh, shout out to Rachel for all the hard work she's doing there. Woo! And you can find the website at things I got wrong.com to check out past episodes, show notes, and more. The next episode will come out around June 30th, and that will be the round robin game. So keep an eye out for that. Uh, thank you again. Fun as always. And until the next episode, we will see you later. Woo! Bye, everybody.